Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 17. It's Thursday, so we have GMF0123Art on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? Doing okay. How you been? Oh, another day. Yeah, another day in paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know. Summer's coming to a close. Yeah, so. yeah. It's already September. Oh, it moves quick. Where the hell did the summer go? I don't know. It. Uh, I know it. I know we say that every summer, but yeah. it. You know, it all. It, it. It always seems relevant. Yeah. So, um, before we get into anything, just want to uh, give you a bit of a shout out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so Eva dropped. It did finally yeah and it is it's great it's great thank you it's an awesome first issue i'm excited you know it's good it's good horror i'm excited to see where it's going and you know you're getting some love on it yeah yeah it's uh it's doing okay for uh for a first release so i'm happy that it's finally out it took a little while to get to this point but i'm really excited that we're finally here now yeah, it's nice to see those labors of love like come to yeah, fruition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you want to check that out, it's on Webtoons. Yes. And we're going to work on getting some physical copies up on the store as well. So just wanted to call attention to that. Thank you. So uh, I watched a, a film recently. You did? Yeah. Um, so I was browsing through Netflix's catalog because I'm one of the 12 people that still subscribes. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm keeping them afloat. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Absolutely you are. And... Jamie Foxx put out a new action horror comedy film called Day Shift. Really? I have not heard of this. So I immediately was like, this is going to be garbage. Yeah. Most, more than likely. That, right. You but know, I, you know. The sounds of it. Yeah. My partner was like kind of interested and I was like, all right, okay. let me, let me put it on. And even if it's not for me, like at least it's something we can watch together. Right. And yeah. It kills the time. So. Basically, the the premise of it is he's a pool cleaner, right? Mm. Or that's his cover. Okay. And there's this whole underground network of uh, vampire killers. Oh, okay. Vampires are a thing and blah, blah, blah. And I liked it. You did? It had a decent pacing. It The comedy was, was all right, pretty good. Um action was fantastic really yeah the action scenes were really okay. well done very well choreographed and everything the plot was nothing but it was fun it was a fun little you know well, ride that's, yeah that's good what it did though and the reason i wanted to talk to you about this okay. is i know there's always been these rumors kind of circulating of them doing a spawn reboot right. and and kind of jamie fox playing al simmons correct i think i could see him do it you could now that he's a bit older you think that his acting style is a little more reserved now okay so there's almost this kind of you know subtlety that wasn't there before and he was good in Django and stuff but like yeah. you know that was that was five or six years yeah. ago now did he play kind of like he did when he was in no Way Home when he did Electro recently. Like more like, reserved, yeah. right? Like that's starting, I'm starting to see that from him. Okay. So I'm thinking to myself, it's never going to be Michael J. J. White or, or right. right? It, yeah. It'll never be that. But yeah, he's, a, he, you know, and he's, he's a bit older, he's a little bit heavier, so he's thicker bodied, mm -hmm. you know, and they'll make it, they can make it work. Yeah. And it's just like, 
okay, I think I could maybe see him as Al Simmons now, which which I don't think I've said this to you before, like, oh, he'd make a terrible Al Simmons. But now if he can hold on to kind of that subtlety and not everything has to be overacted and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, plus the fact that, you know, I mean. And this was in like a, you know, a farcical kind of show. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go by what McFarlane says, right, he's talking about that it's really not going to be a Spawn movie. He's going to kind of be a background player, right? So, I mean, if Jamie Foxx has a more subtlety to his acting and he's not going to be really, like, always front and center, yeah, maybe it could actually work. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, back. I think I'm back on board. It real, If it's going to be a Sam and Twitch movie, though, I don't think, you know, no offense to the man, but I don't think you go Jeremy Renner. No. I think he's played out at this point. Yeah. I think you got to find some solid dudes that are going to play those two characters i think that if you know if you want to if you want sam and twitch to be the stars of the movie and spawn there to kind of boost that then i think you got to kind of make it where those try to get somebody that's relevant to today like maybe younger actors that may be a little bit more relevant that might draw an audience because if you're really not going to give us spawn you may not get the type of audience that you're looking for and you and but maybe if you are going to give us Sam and Twitch if you give us actors that you know are, are a little bit something more than a Jeremy Renner maybe you can lure in an audience of non-comic book style fans to want to see it i mean i would be down for like a noir style detective film that yeah. has spawn in it yeah like i think that'd be rad yeah absolutely but you got to get the right actress to play. And, like, you know, I expect there to be some comedy. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But, yeah. But I'd be curious. I, I'm not, I had written it off, and I was always, you know, I always can't. It's like, oh, Todd McFarland is such a genius. Like, what is he doing? And I just didn't know if it was, like, a blind spot that he had with this sort of thing. Mm. But now that I've kind of gotten a clearer picture of his players, again, I don't think Jeremy Renner's the right guy. No. But I but I'm on board with Jamie Foxx. Okay. Well, so. I mean, again, that because we weren't for a very long no, time. But it was, like I said, it was a fun film. It had Snoop Dogg in it. Just, oh, did it? Yeah. And it's, you know, like okay, that, it's so. just lighthearted. Yeah. You're not learning anything profound, but it was good action. And I'm good with that. Like every now and then I don't mind a junk food movie like that. Yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, I don't think that Jamie Foxx is a bad actor per se. I just think that it was hard envisioning him as Al Simmons. Mm. And that still, I'm still having a little bit of difficulty with that, but maybe, you know, if he's changed his style some. And I say this in the, this was a com like it had Dave Franco in it. Okay. It was a comedy. Yeah. Right. But all, all I'm saying is, is I was taking the subtle bits like the, those serious moments that he was acting in mm-hmm. and saying, okay, you're much more reserved now. You're not giving me just pure rage. There's almost like that quiet contempt and everything yeah. that you get from those solid actors. And if I'm seeing that, then I think you can do justice to Al Simmons because there's so much conflict in the character right? that you have to be able to kind of, you know, emote that. Yeah. And it was good. It was good. Oh, it had Peter Stallmeyer in it. Okay. You know, just as a, in a bit role, but yeah, like yeah. decent amount of people in it. It was it was good. I liked it. I would I would say if you 
if, if you need something to do, you want something that's not going to challenge you. It's not going to challenge you, yeah. but like, you know, it's a fun popcorn flick, summer flick type of thing. Well, there you go. I mean, hey, if 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 Jamie Foxx has changed your mind on being Al Simmons, then something good has come out of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to tell you about that because I thought it was very relevant to the stuff, you know, we like. Right. And uh, I always like those films that I go into thinking I'm going to hate them, and then I don't hate them. Yeah, those are, that's the, always the best. You know, it's not, I, didn't, I wouldn't say I loved it. Yeah, but, but if it's you just, don't hate right. it, I was like, oh, this is going to be garbage. And, better. Right. This is going to be garbage, and then it wasn't. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Red. Yeah. Red. So, yeah, I'd give Day Shift, uh, you know, if you got the time to kill, okay. give it a watch. All right. You're on an airplane or whatever. You right. Know, whatever yeah, if it I, is. yeah, if I happen to be on an airplane yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. So, um, that's, well, speaking of Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I'm listening to um, Comic Artist Pro Secrets with Ethan Van Skyver. Yeah, I like Van, Ethan Van Skyver. He's, he's great crazy. artist. Great, great oh, artist. Lunatic. So, you know, I love beautiful him. Beautiful art. You know I love him because yeah. he's crazy. Oh, he's crazy. I actually, I used to, when I first got into like drawing, mm-hmm. I would use like, I'm, I'm nuts. I know. I accept it. <laughs> I, I never liked like traditional tutorials, although yeah. I will say I did like draw it too yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, that was I, a great I, I channel. I miss him. He was Yeah, fun I don't know what watch. happened to him. Yeah. But after I started to get better at it, mm-hmm. I would just watch Ethan Van Skyver draw yeah. and try to like learn from him. And I... I drew my one of my favorite pictures I ever drew was that Batman who laughed. Yeah, absolutely. And I mimicked it off of yep. him. So he's a fantastic artist. Oh, he's brilliant. And absolutely he's a, brilliant. And he's a lunatic, and he's which an I love. Absolutely crazy, yeah. batshit insane individual. Oh, he's amazing. He's great. He's yeah. great. Yeah. But he, you know, the thing is, people write him off um, as just talking out at your ass all the time, and 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 he knows. He knows the industry, and he's got inside information, and he's got people that he's close to that are still in these major companies. So, but he's not afraid to lose it all. Right, like, that's what makes him so unique. That's why I love him so yeah. much. Is like he does ha- he does know how the industry operates. Right, and he's not afraid to say anything because he doesn't care. Well, he's not he's not beholden to the industry anymore. He's he's now his own publisher. Right, but even no, even no when he was company. in it, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't have to. He doesn't wear the chains of being restricted by these major companies. He's he's found his own way in this industry where he's never going to have to answer to anybody else. So he can say and do whatever he wants. You have to respect the man. You do have to respect it. And Cyberfrog is pretty good. <clears throat> it is good. It, it it at the end of the day, he is giving you a really good product on top of you know all the bluster and everything else, he is producing a very solid product. So, Ethan, I know you listen to this. Yes, so, he does. Of he course. Absolutely you know, does. Jim Lee, Ethan yeah, Van Skyler, Todd McClure. I know they yeah. do. So, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just throwing that yeah, out into would, the universe. Let me like just fire a, that right. one out there. Yeah, let's let's get together. Yeah, we can talk about Kathleen Kennedy behind her right. back. <laughs> but he, but he, brought, he brought up a point, and he's been, he's been you know, hitting this drum for a very long time, which is he believes that David Zaslov is going to outsource DC Comics and not produce comics anymore. They're still going to own the IPs, but they're going to get out of the production arm of DC. That would be an incredibly smart move. Right. And, you know, he's thinking 
McFarlane would be the guy. Robert Kirkman is another name that's being brought up, but McFarlane really seems to be the guy. He thinks that because he does such a tremendous job with the toy line, he's already kind of in bed with them. This would be, you know, obviously McFarlane has tremendous success. This would be the guy that would be able to do justice to producing DC Comics. If there is anyone that I would want to see be handed the keys to the kingdom, it's Todd McFarlane. Oh, for sure. For sure. Robert Kirkman would be fine. Yeah, he would be a good choice. But Todd McFarland is... Yeah, he's the man. He's maybe one of the most important figures in the comic book world. And I say that with other shred of iron. Nothing against Jim Lee, but I would say Todd McFarland is such an innovative and successful artist that there is is no one better to give the keys to. I mean, if you could have Jim Lee be the intermediary to, you know... If he's going to answer and, and respond to the people, whom, whomever is going to be still in charge of the IPs, and Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane are the two that are really oh working on God. them. Come on, give me that all that's day That's golden long. age. Yeah. That's golden yeah. age of comics. Right. That's, that's, you know, late 80s, early 90s, Marvel to Image, you know, everything that we ever wanted in comics, you know, there's the possibility of getting that back. But the secret of it all is you have people that actually care about producing comic books. Right. You know, we've taught, we've touched on this before. I understand that these, these conglomerates are, a, are, are, you know, corporations and trying to make money. Mm-hmm. But they, at the end of the day, they don't care if they're selling video games or movies or whatever it is. Right. As long as the content machine generates the revenue mm-hmm. it doesn't matter right what you're doing if you outsource it to say a mcfarland is you're still you're going to make money because you will he's right. already a proven sure asset, you definitely make money but you're giving it to someone that cares about the medium so right. now the quality of everything goes up because you have someone that cares about the medium running it mm-hmm. so now you get all the money that you were going to get before yeah and you get I would imagine more because the stories and the quality is going to be so much higher because it's not just, oh, I need more money. It's, I've loved comic books. I've built my entire business on comic books, you know, at least at the beginning for Todd McFarlane. Right. So, of course, I'm going to make amazing yeah. comics. And you can get stories made that eventually are going to turn into whether it be TV shows, animated movies, or live action movies. You're going to get stories out of these comics because they're going to be quality again right that's going to eventually translate into a billion the billion dollar industry that zaslov actually cares about right which is tv and movies Do you know what's a great i would say this is a great case study mm-hmm. if you look at and this is this is an older one before Microsoft bought Bethesda Studios, I know you don't, you're not big into the video game world, mm-hmm. but Bethesda made like the Elder Scrolls, and they okay. they own like the like Doom and all that. Okay. They own yep. a lot of properties. A co- the company that owned them was called Zenimax, and uh, the the CEO he's passed. You know, he passed right right before they announced or right after they announced the sale. Okay, but he was married to Linda Carter. Really? Yeah. He took a somewhat hands-off approach, right? And he was like, all right, well, Bethesda likes making video games. We're more of a, you know, we're more of an umbrella, like a Warren Buffett situation, right? Like, we we own everything. Yeah. I'm going to let Bethesda make their games, though. Okay. And 
it turned into a conglomerate and eventually Microsoft bought it, right? But I think if you do the same thing with these these kind of like the comic book wing of DC, mm-hmm. right? Like Zaslav is doesn't know anything about comic no, books. No, doesn't care, doesn't no. like them, read them. You know who d- knows everything matter. about comic books though? Todd McFarlane. Sure, absolutely so does. So if you give him the comic book wing, and I'm not saying get rid of Jim Lee because he's an a- he's one of the most important figures. Yeah. Bring him, you know, to have those guys team up. And Jim Lee arguably cares about comic books. He sure does. Right. So you have two people that care about the medium, that are masters in the medium. Mm-hmm. And Todd McFarlane's company is incredibly profitable. Yeah. So he's he's a business savvy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Working on the comic wing again, that is the only way you can that that makes it profitable again. Right. So what what is what has transpired is that come October Todd McFarlane's McFarlane toy line created a flash toy, mm. but he redesigned the suit that is a one-of-a-kind suit now made specifically for McFarlane toys. And he's releasing it with a, a number one issue comic book of The Flash with his redesigns in the comic where he hired some... DC comic heavyweights to write it, draw it, color it, what have you. So to to Ethan Van Skyver's point, is that the catalyst that we're talking about where this might be, hey, let's look at this because McFarlane was putting out, has just started putting out um, comics and, and toys in a package, but the comics are just reprints of existing comics now he's putting out a an original number one comic with a redesign that's specific for his company so is that maybe the precursor that van skyver has been talking about that hey if this drops in october and it's successful maybe we want to just give you the line and you take it over and you're going to be producing our comic line now. I mean, if the comic book is fire, right, and you get a McFarland action figure on top of all that, I can't imagine there's any other path to go down. Well, I mean, it's going to sell, right? Because, I mean, again, any collector is now going to want to right. jump on this, so it, it's going to make a ton of money. It's going to sell, but, again, if it's a shit book... It'll still sell. It'll sell because the you know the McFarland mm. action figure. Yeah, will sell. but you have but you have an actual comic book writer, a right. successful comic book writer that wrote it. So there's a good chance that the comic itself is going to be quality. I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, me too. The thing is, is that it's been such a roller coaster with Warner Brothers. Yes, right. Because initially, and a lot of this is you know I I've talked to some of the the people that listened to our cast mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, you know, you got to be better about your release schedule. So we're making some changes because yep. we want to be more up to date. Yep. We want to get it a little bit closer so, to release. Yep. When he first came on the scene, right. I'm singing his praises. Sure. Because he's like, you know, hey, Batgirl isn't good. I'm not releasing it. And to me for a suit to take that kind of a step is like, oh, all right. So at least you understand. I know you're a money, like money's the only thing that matters to you, mm-hmm. but at least you're you're savvy enough to know that like if Batgirl dropped and it was bad, you can't keep releasing shitty movies because fans like myself, right, 
even if you release lackluster movies, I don't. I'm not excited about Marvel anymore, so I don't watch yeah. it. Uh, an, an insider source said that they saw Batgirl and they it was described as a bad CW pilot. That's a, and terrible. that's all you need to know as to why this has been scrapped. When they say that it was irredeemable, yes. If if you're if you're considering it a I'm not even sure a good CW pilot is going to be warranted for the money. But if you're telling me that it's a it's it, it, you're you're looking at it as the equivalent of a CW pilot period, that's that's the level of which we're getting. I don't again, even if it was good, it's bad. So we co- we talk about this a lot on the cast. I I would say and again, if you guys are listening and you feel any other way, let us know. We try to be very inclusive, mm-hmm. and I think diversity is incredibly important. Absolutely important. I think without it, shit sucks. I think with it, shit is generally better. Yeah. Now, what I think we're seeing, which is very interesting, is the, the we'll call it the woke movement, mm-hmm. is kind of evolving at this point. Sure. So, you know, I think some of the goals that it originally set out to achieve have kind of come to fruition yeah i think we're seeing a lot more diversity mm-hmm. which is awesome which i, I love it had. i love yeah. it it should have always been like this right. and shame on us for not doing that from the beginning right but what it's evolving into is this kind of strange movement of you know more 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 like any movement though right and so i know you're not a huge fan of this but i have to talk about it tomorrow Amazon Prime's Lord of the Rings airs. Mm. And the initial reviews have started trickling out. Okay. And apparently it's a disaster. Well, that's what I've heard as well. Yes. Now, the reason it's a disaster is because not only have they come out, like the, the showrunners don't care about Tolkien. This is what right. it is. It's a $1.5 billion. This is this may kill Prime TV. Mm. You can't, you're never, there has never been a case where this has happened. And if there has been, let me know. But as okay. far as I, you know, and this is to the audience too, mm-hmm. if you guys know of a case where this has happened, yeah, you tell me. Definitely say it. When you isolate the core fan base to try to get at to try to bring more people in with the mentality of well the core fan base will watch it because they love the property. Mhm. It always fails. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a time where they've made significant changes to the source material and been able to kind of parlay that into an incredible success. No. I mean again, Marvel seeing that you can't just you can't just rely on the fan base. I mean, it, the Every movie in this phase has basically underachieved because you... Yeah, because, financially they've done okay. Yeah, I mean, they've done okay, but they've not come close to what they... No. And they, they've not made profit. They've not made profit. But and the, but the thing of it is... Because you're just expecting everybody to show up, and they're right, not. Right, right. And the thing of it is, right, with this Lord of the Rings thing, and, it, and it's a full circle, mm-hmm. they basically came out and said... Now, I've, I've said this to you before off-air... Right. Mm-hmm. When Witcher came out originally and they, they had a very diverse cast, I was kind of I, I had pause because yep. I was like, well, it's written in Poland like that doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. And I've I've adjusted my viewpoint on this recently because and through no one's intervention, 
Right. I was right. I was thinking about like um like MMO games, like like World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and like all that kind of shit. Yeah, there's incredibly diverse characters that populate those worlds. There's no rule that says just because it was written in Poland, there can't be a diverse cast. Right. And as soon as I had that thought, I was like, oh, yeah, it would it would be insane if there weren't. There yeah. wasn't diversity. Where I take offense is, and this goes to bring it to Lord of the Rings again, mm-hmm. is that the dwarf queen, she's from the UK, I believe. Okay. And she's she's very vocal about how this is kind of you know we've taken tolkien's works and and we've made it our own we're telling our own story this is our time now i you know she's like championing you know sort of the woke movement of it Mm -hmm. all right i'm a mother you know my dress had was designed so that i could breastfeed my child in between takes and like all that sort of shit and i think it's awesome that a production company is doing those sort of things for their actors. Sure. Not from a not from a race standpoint, but you know, yeah, absolutely. No, if she just had a baby. Days. Yeah. I right. mean they have to work treat you long people, days sometimes. Right. So be, yeah. Treat you people like humans. Let them let them be parents as well. There's right. nothing wrong with any of that. Where 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 it fails is is this woman she peacocks, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she comes out, she's got the pe- very bright, you know, look at me, look at me, look yep. at me sort of thing. Yeah. Which is fine. I get it. Like you want to, you're trying to boost your image. But from what I've seen of her, her scene so far, she overacts everything, Mm. which is awful. Yeah. And she almost takes this kind of like adversarial standpoint of you don't like that I'm the queen dwarf. Mm. And it's like, no, that's, that's not what it is at all. I don't like the story you're telling. I don't like that you're overacting and I don't like that you're trying to make me an enemy because I care about the works of Tolkien. I don't like that you're not telling a Tolkien story. Yeah. That's where I take offense. I'm good with the diversity. I, I want it. I do crave that in my films. Sure. Even my even fantasy. Like I fucking I'm, I'm in for it. I don't like that she's like shitting on the the Tolkien fan base. Yeah. And I don't like that they're not even telling a Tolkien story. There's so much work that isn't pub that hasn't been put on film. And and this man and his son devoted their lives to this IP. Yeah. It, it th- that's the thing that bothers me the most. You do not have any right to ever ever badmouth the genius whose shoulders you're standing on to be in the position you're in. The George Lucases, the Tolkien's, the um, J.K. Rowling's, right? Stephen King, right? You don't have a right to sit there and say, I don't give a shit about what they did. I'm making it my own. You're not making anything your own. It doesn't exist without the genius that the originals put in there to make this whole thing a, a reality and a possibility in the first place. You are borrowing from their greatness to maybe tell a story of your own, but you are not making it. It's not your own. It's you're borrowing somebody else's greatness for your whatever it is, two hours of that movie. So here's where I'll I'll kind of play a little bit of devil's advocate to that. Mm-hmm. I would be fine 
with them telling an original story. Sure. If you immersed yourself in the lore and if you were asked a question about Tolkien, you could answer it. Right. You haven't done any of that. Right. Colbert, who loves Tolkien, okay. loves it like like he's a nut about it more than than anyone I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the man, but like I've seen the like he's lore heavy, mm. right? Did an interview with the showrunners and yeah. was like asking them softball questions that they couldn't answer. Yeah, and it's just like how. How can you make anything, and I think that happens with Star Wars too. Sure it does. How can you make anything in this universe good if you haven't immersed yourself? And, and, and Tolkien is a, is a very interesting case because there's so much lore. Mm-hmm. But how can you make anything good if you don't know the lore? Like you can't, it, it may look aesthetically good. But you're borrowing, but the, the only reason you can even make it remotely successful is you have to borrow the name of Tolkien, the name of Lord of the Rings. Otherwise, if you made this story and didn't have that, then you're just, and you make just your own original story, you don't have a chance of being nearly as successful No, it doesn't have the labels. weight. It doesn't have the weight. No. Like, if you want to tell, if you want to tell a fantasy story, tell a fantasy story. Right. It, and you know what? If it's as good as you think it is, you shouldn't need the Tolkien name. Right. You shouldn't need all that. But if you want to tell a Tolkien story, then tell a Tolkien story. Right. Don't get on don't get on here and say fuck fuck you guys. If you don't like it, get fucked. All you critics, shut the fuck up. Right. Like what? You're making this for us. What do you mean shut the fuck up? Right. Right. You know, if you if you're going to tell a story in that universe, whatever it might be, then you have to expect that the fan base that is very entrenched in it is going to want certain things. And you need to answer to that. And if you can't and you don't even know what the hell they're talking about, then how do you expect that you're going to have those fans be interested? Now, I'm going to take a step back for a minute and just say that I understand that a lot of the fan bases of these IPs are toxic garbage. Oh, absolutely. But... I I think that if you have proper criticism that is well founded, that should not be something you try to silence. Now, right. I, we have a business at Catalyst Creations. Mm-hmm. I have gotten negative feedback from people. Right. Valid negative feedback, and I've made changes on that because it was constructive criticism. Exactly. And it's like you know what? You're right. I can look at myself and say, yes, I I was I had a blind spot here. Thank you for pointing it out. I will make this better and I'll get I'll send you off a, a, a new a new product. Right. Does it cost me money? A bit. Does it take a hit to my pride? Sure. Sure. But you know what? I'm better for it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So instead of instead of going at this like every you know, this is a woke show. And anybody that doesn't like it can go get fucked. I don't, I don't, I'm good with it being a woke show. I'm not good with it paying respect to the incredible source material that it's written on. Yeah. And again, it, it's not out. So the jury's still out as right. far yeah, as I'm concerned. Yeah, we don't concerned. know for sure. But I'm going to watch it. Is. it. Yeah. And if it is garbage, 
I don't know how much clearer we can be about how to fix this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not call, I'm not saying get rid of her as the dwarf queen. I'm saying as the showrunners and the writers, if you're not interested in immersing yourself in the Lord, don't make the fucking show. Let someone right. that cares about it, let the David Filonis of the world make the show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let let the people who care about the properties make the properties because you're going to you're going to give it to the fans who want it, who are craving it, and you should be able to attract the non-fans and turn them into fans if your product is worthwhile. If you care about it, the fans should ca- they they'll eventually care about it as well. For sure. For sure, and it doesn't have to be standoffish. Like they're no, not they're at getting all. in all these in. It's like it's almost. It reminds me of like the Captain Marvel shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I think what it is is that they know it's bad, right? And then that just kind of comes out as aggression. Yeah, but yeah. it's not bad because you know there's a female dwarf queen. That's not why it's bad. No, it's bad because you don't care about the source material. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No one. I mean, again. Look at Black Widow, right? Black Widow, for all intents and purposes, wasn't a great movie, right? Do we care about Scarlett Johansson? Oh, absolutely, we She's all awesome do. She's awesome as Black Widow. Right. We we absolutely care about that female lead character. It wasn't because she was a female lead character why the movie didn't work. The movie didn't work because it wasn't a well-written movie. Right. I think the tragedy of Black Widow is it came out like... I, I'm glad it got made, and yeah. I, I think if you watch it in the proper order, it has its place. Sure. But the tragedy of it is they made it too late. It doesn't do really anything of value to advance the story, aside from giving us the new Black Widow. Right. Which is good. You yeah, need which that. is fine. But, you know, again, I, I'm i glad that Scarlet got her movie. Yeah, me too. Now, what I will say is I think that the gender swap of Taskmaster could have worked sure. that's the other could thing have worked. is that we kind of we kind of i've touched upon this before in sandman i thought that joanna constantine was it hurts because i love john right but it worked yeah if you gave us taskmaster as a female but just taskmaster right. everything give us taskmaster in the comics 100 percent, and it's just a female doing it right right because you know what who cares you gave us john constantine as a female in sandman and guess what it was one of the most like that was one that they they were it was all over the internet right Mm -hmm. and i didn't hear a lot of negativity about it because the thing is is that and i think a lot of a lot of the 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 woke attack is just like oh you just don't want gender swap character no 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 that's not i don't care like the john joanna constantine works for me yeah well because it's it's the it's the john constantine character right it's a fleshed out character that's well written well it's the character that stays true to the character that we know and love you've hit every point that makes john constantine john it's just joanna now right which so i can get right with that yeah i don't need my my heroes to have a dick no what i need is for my their personas yeah to match the persona that you've established over the last 40 years. Right. Exactly. You know, again, if you if you want to if you want to make the next James Bond a, a person of color, fine. 
Just as make long sure as he's it's James, James Bond. Bond. Exactly. Right. That's all you need exactly. to be. He needs to be James Bond like that's we all know is. and love him. That's all it is. That's it. That's so simple. That's, that's, that's kind of, I think, the, the clearest way I can I can outline my, my stance on sort of um, diversity and gender swaps right. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell the, if you're going to make Taskmaster a woman, but change the character, yeah, that's, that's where, where I have an lies. issue. But I don't have an issue with Joanna Constantine and Sandman. I'd watch a fucking show of, the, of her running around fighting right. demons. I mean, there's, I don't hear one single issue of death being black. No, of course because not. Because why would you? Of course not. Why, why, I mean, it's a female character, sure. But I mean, so what? She's not a, a she's not white. Any of the endless can be anything you want them to be. Yeah. And 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 so that's the thing. As long as they're still the endless. Right. Right. As long as the character is the character that we know and love. Right. That's Desire all was that we awesome. Want. Did you see Desire? Like incredible. That's it. Incredible. Yeah. Be the be the character that we come to expect. The rest of that stuff is not a right. problem. And so that's where it gets twisted, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you have, you know, like this actress coming out and like being like, oh, you're not going to like this because this is a woke show. No, I'm good. I'm good with yeah. that. I want it because I want the best actor for the job. Mm-hmm. But if you're a complete bastardization of the works that I love, it doesn't matter who you are. If it sucks, it fucking sucks. Right. Which 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 all ties back to Batgirl. It isn't there's no problem. It didn't get canceled because Batgirl is Latinx. No, it got canceled because it, it was shit. It sucks. Right. No one no one had a problem with her not being white. That was never an issue. Right. It wasn't an issue that that J.K. Simmons was going to still play Commissioner Gordon and he no. was going to be a white guy with, with, a, with a Latinx daughter. Nope. That was never an issue. Nope. The issue is that the team that watched the screening said, this is shit. We can't release it. We have too many negative hits against us. We can't fix this movie to make it good. And if we put it out and it sucks like it's going to, we can't recover another massive negative hit on the DCEU. So we're going to get rid of it and we're going to make better quality movies, which is why they've started shuffling the deck here and making changes because he's looking at these things like Aquaman and Shazam and saying, I'm not sure they're good enough yet. We're going to reshuffle this and make some changes to make them better because I want hit after hit after hit. Right, and before we move on, I just want to say this. Mm -hmm. I am not saying that there aren't pieces of shit in the fan base that are racist, homophobic, unwoke, and they just want their fantasy movies to be whitewashed, and they just want everything to be what it is. There are, there are are people that are like that, misogynistic. Like like there are, there are, there are in the fan base. Yeah, so that's every fan base, and I'm not, so I'm not discounting. You know, the argument, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is that the reality of the situation is if it's bad, it's not because it's woke. It's bad because it's bad. Right. It, you wrote, it, you wrote a shit story, right. not Be, because it's diverse, right. being, it's because being it's a diverse shit story. Generally makes it better. Mm-hmm. But if it's bad, being diverse will not fix it. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. So that's. That's my point to that. Yeah. It's just that it's not 
it, it can't save a movie. Right. Right? If it's bad, it doesn't matter who's in it. Right. It's bad. Exactly. A bad movie is a bad movie. Right. It doesn't matter who's in it, what your race is, what your sex is. Right. If it's a poorly written movie, right. it doesn't matter. And that's that's all my point is, is I think that, you know, the diversity, I'm glad it's finally happening. Yeah, it it's needs so, to happen. It's good. But it will never fix a movie. And, and fuck anybody that doesn't want it to happen because you are a dinosaur and your, your yeah. thoughts are going to die yeah. out. If, I mean, again, if you go to the store and you only choose one flavor of ice cream yeah, for you your entire life. You want to just eat fucking life, vanilla pudding yeah, for the rest of your you, life? What are you, an asshole? Like, no. Yeah, let me eat That's vanilla pudding. Want. Yeah, I want vanilla pudding with my fucking steamed vegetables. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's if that's you, yeah. then fucking get the yeah. hell out of here. Don't move to a fucking island, right. you idiot. Exactly. So let's 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 move on from this. I I know I get hot blooded on this. Yeah. So you know. So you know, in 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 keeping kind of to this. So the the Batgirl going back real quick. So the Batgirl movie, as we've said here, that's uh, dead in the water. It's dead in the water. It's canceled. Aquaman has moved way. Aquaman far has out. moved because they want to fix it. What hasn't? What hasn't moved? Is the Flash mm. now? There's been a lot of controversy that the Flash should be canceled because of all the stuff going on with Ezra Miller, right? And Zaslav and his crew have seen the Flash, and they say it's the best movie maybe that they've seen in the DCEU as of yet. Mm. Is the word coming out of Warner Brothers? Wow. So, my question becomes this. A few years ago, James Gunn lost his gig with Disney because 10 years ago, we put out a tweet that m some might have found offensive and he ended up getting punished and ultimately it got rescinded and he got the gig back. But he lost his gig for something that happened way, way before he got the Disney gig. It was a lowbrow joke about pedophilia. Right, exactly. And you know what? Whatever. Right. Well, you know how with me in comedy, like I think you got to be able to laugh. Right. Now, that being said, I think his firing was incredibly unjust. Very now, unjust. Now, if he was if he was making those jokes for the last 10 years. Right. And if he was making them as he was an employee of Disney and he was he was directing the Guardians of the Galaxy movies at that time, that's a completely different argument. Sure. But to, to, to punish somebody for something that happened prior to, it was completely unjust. So let me, so so your question is, is should should we cancel the, you know, the Flash movie was made, Ezra Miller was doing the things he was doing after it was made, should we, should we punish, I guess, Ezra Miller by canceling the Flash because of his behavior in the, you know, in the present right. day. So, so my only caveat to the James Gunn thing is he wasn't doing those jokes when he got fired. This was, this was 10 years ago. Right. Ezra Miller was running around doing this shit before the movie even released. Well, was he though? I mean, did we really hear about any of this prior to the filming? But I, here's what I'll say about it. They did come out and apologize and are currently seeking treatment. Right. So I'm good. I'm good with. No, no, no. Release that shit. And you yeah. know what? I hope Ezra Miller gets the help they need. No, me too. And if if they are truly sincere about their apology 
and they're they're working to get their mental health in order and they're no longer a danger to society which i would say that in the in the in the heat of it if the stories that were coming out in in the in the media were true then they were a danger to society mm-hmm. if if they get the help that they need i i don't even think you fire them well, I think he's already been fired. Well, that's a shame because anyway, because of all the stuff. But, but I guess my my real point of it is though, if if things happened, let's say the movie was made and all of this, but the movie hadn't come out yet, and this all started happening, like say two years after he made the movie or they made the movie, she made the movie, whomever. Yeah. Why should the movie get canceled? that was made when there was no incident because there's an incident now, even though the movie hasn't come out yet. So you want to separate the art from the artist. So like you're you're going like the Roman Polanski route. Like you can still appreciate Rosemary's baby and say that Roman Polanski is a deplorable piece of shit. Correct. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, now the flash is a unique situation because again, the movie hadn't been released yet. And and my whole point, because I was very I was very vocal about canceling it initially, mm-hmm. was if if Ezra Miller is running around and they're doing these crazy things, you cannot do anything to give them any any sort of positive clout. Right. So that was my big cancel the mm-hmm. Flash movie. The fact that they've come out and they've said that they're seeking treatment and we haven't heard any other stories about them running around, beating people up, you know, whole, whole being on a compound with guns and, mm-hmm. and children and all that sort of thing. I'm good with releasing the movie. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, now we're, we're also treading lightly on mental health issues, right? right? Because but, they but, came out and mentioned about having mental health, maybe undiagnosed mental health issues. Right. You know, so now all of a sudden it's like, okay, so maybe they were not in control of themselves the way they should be. And now are we going to look at that in a different light that they... As they long as they're something. seeking treatment. Right. As long as they've acknowledged what they're doing and they're seeking the proper treatment, I don't think that the movie itself should be canceled. My my and my whole I guess my other point to this is again, the head of the studio, the head of the company saw both the Flash and and Batgirl and said one is tremendous and one is shit. Right. And I'm canceling the shit. And so we're not rewarding Ezra Miller, but why? But he doesn't want to lose a movie that potentially he feels could be a billion-dollar movie. Okay, well, let me ask you this: If Roman Polanski released a new film that that was lauded, you know, the people that seen it say it's great, do you think that we should we should publish that? Well, if if Roman Polanski was still doing the things he was doing and again that's a slightly different situation because there was like you know pretty pretty active harm to an individual in his case yeah i would say look if if you if you paid restitution to what you did and that stuff has stopped and it stopped for a long time you got the proper treatment that you needed maybe you went to jail for what you did and you served the sentence for that and then you came out do I think that you shouldn't be allowed to have a life and a career just because you did something shitty that you ultimately, you know, paid the price for? No, I think you should be allowed. And if you and if you come back and you make a, a tremendous movie, 
then yeah, I think you deserve to have that movie put out and we should enjoy it. See, but for me, I don't think in the case of a Roman Polanski, right? I don't think you're allowed to release anything, no matter how good it is after what you did. Like that would, would, would you let Bill Cosby continue to act? That's what I'm well, saying is there are certain things that yeah, you but, can't come back yeah, from. But, well, yeah, but here's the thing, right? Once Bill Cosby was released and basically was wiped the slate clean, even if in our minds it, it's still there, but in, the, but in the, the, the court of law it's not, should he, should he have the right to be able to try to get his career back? I'm not saying that we accept it, and I'm not saying that it would be successful. I'm just saying, does he have the right to at least try when he's been when he if you've been either found innocent and but the but the stink still lingers on you, or you've paid your dues by going to jail and and you you've paid the price for whatever you did, why should you not be allowed to come back into society? and try to make amends by going back to what you do successfully. I think for me, right, where art is such an emotional kind of medium, mm -hmm. maybe the most emotional medium, Yeah, I think that legally does he have a right? Sure, like anyone would. Mm -hmm. But I think as an artist, no, you don't have a right because the emotional damage you did to another individual can, can never be forgiven. Yeah, I think that you probably wouldn't ever be successful because I it's don't not think about, that people would accept you. It's not about just being successful. It's if Polanski tried to release a film, I don't think you have I don't think you as an artist have the right to release that. After doing those type of emotional emotionally damaging things to individuals mm -hmm. that, you know, a, a lot of the things that these these artists are being, you know, charged for are things that people carry for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. So no, I don't think you can. And and again, where Ezra Miller didn't do, you know, they had, let's call it a mental episode. Mm -hmm. No one was, was, hopefully nothing happened where they're going to be scarred for life. Yeah, hopefully not. I don't think that's on the same level as those. And I'm not saying it is. No. So I think he, they can release... The, you know, Zaslov can release the Flash movie, and if Ezra goes through their treatment and they come out on the other side, and they're no longer, you know, they're always going to be, they're an artist, they're going to be a little skewed, obviously. Right. But as long as they're not actively harming other individuals, mm -hmm. sure, you, you don't have to lose your place in Hollywood. Yeah, although, like I said, I don't believe that they would put the trust in him to let him continue on, because no, he's you already may have lost, lost the gig. you may have lost this gig, yeah. but I'm, my point to it is, is that I don't, like... I think Amber Heard needs to be ostracized because she actively did irreparable damage to Johnny Depp. Right. And I'm not saying he's innocent, but right. But she actively did irreparable damage to Johnny Depp with the intention of growing her career and mm -hmm. then lied about a slew of things. Right. So you've done damage that he will carry for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. So you're done. Because you should be done. You should be. But I don't think, but I think that there would be pockets in Hollywood that would say, I don't know if I believe what happened, even with the outcome. 
And so therefore, I think she deserves an opportunity to try to reclaim her career, and I'm going to give her that. And and maybe maybe my views are a little archaic, and they may very well be. I just think that if you damage an individual for the rest of their lives as an artist, you lose the right as an artist to be able to to you know release your art. So what about Will Smith? I think if Chris Rock comes out and says that he's good with it all, and Will Smith does some honest and true reflection and makes some changes in his life. Sure, you give him another shot. But I think if he's just going to stay on the train of I'm miserable in my marriage, my wife is running around doing whatever she's doing, and I'm going to take my my misery out on other people because I'm better than everyone else, no, fuck him. Right. But if he does some self-reflection and tries to make some positive changes, sure, give him another shot. I get it, man. Everyone has a bad day. You didn't kill anybody. Yeah. You, you fucked up your friendship with someone yeah, you've known yeah. for 20 years. Right. But if he forgives you and you make honest self, you know, you look inward and you make some good self changes. Sure. I don't think we have to cut him out forever. Yeah. I just, I guess my, my point is that I think that, that the whole scene is pretty seedy. Right. And I don't think that. Oh, but it has been forever. Right. No, it has. So I don't think, I don't think that. I have a hard time with things like what is it that you do that you can't come back from in Hollywood that people in Hollywood as sleazy as they are wouldn't give their sisters or brethren the opportunity to come and do something again if you know if you whatever like I said pay some sort of due I just think that I I I have a hard time with I don't know what what is it that you could do, you know, rape a child? Yeah, then I think that you'd be ostracized forever, and I don't think you'd ever get an opportunity. But the, you know, listen, here's the thing: I the the things that I'm speaking on mm-hmm. are are with the mentality that everything is ever evolving. Yeah, and as everything becomes more accessible, so so filmmaking today is more accessible to the common man than it has ever been. Sure. And as technology improves, it'll only become more accessible. Mm-hmm. So I think my point to it is, is that you can argue that cable may be around for another 20 years. Mm-hmm. It may be. Sure. It's still a dying animal. Yeah. I think that goes for Hollywood, too, in its current state. Mm-hmm. It is not a sustainable creature no because if you're telling me that my choices are to watch a movie with a you know deplorable human being or i can watch something of equal you know caliber by a decent artist that i want to support no fucking no question yeah no question so I think I don't know that there's any fixing the seediness of Hollywood unless no. unless as as filmmaking becomes more accessible decent decent artists are putting out high quality stories that can compete which I think I think they very well could maybe not from a marketing standpoint because mm-hmm. money is always going to trump right but from a quality you know standpoint whether it's whether it's the cameras used to film it or 
you know, you get these these writers that maybe would never have had a platform before that can actually get their visions out there. I think you'll see a shift in the ethos of I don't want to I don't want to support, you know, I don't want to see a movie with Amber Heard in it. Or I don't want to see a movie with even Will Smith, maybe. Maybe maybe yeah. him slapping his friend was a line for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think what'll happen is it'll it'll get to a point where yeah, if you don't like if you you know, I know we've always talked about how the uh, you know actors don't sell tickets anymore. Right. But there's enough stuff out there that if you don't like the actor, you can find something better. Right. Or at least equal. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to eventually shake itself out because ultimately if I don't like what you're doing, like if if Ezra Miller was running around still, even though I love DC, I wouldn't have watched the Flash movie. I'll watch it now that they've kind of got some help. Yeah. But I wouldn't have watched it if they released it because, you know what? I don't want to support that kind of negative behavior. And it's just, look, I know it's just my ticket, but this is not a unique idea. Right. So. Right. But, you know, by the same token, right? The, the, what about like Weinstein, right? Fuck him. I mean, yeah, no, no, fuck him for sure. But everything he made, bef- you know, fuck him for everything he's done. Fuck him, let him rot in the deepest. Pit. No, he should. But I don't discount what he, you know, the movies right, he but, put but out. That's what I'm saying. People still are going to. But I wouldn't let him make enjoy it, if he if he somehow weaseled his way out of jail. I no, wouldn't watch. No. I wouldn't watch anything he produced. No, and I don't think anybody would. And I don't think he'd get. I don't think he'd be given the opportunity. Somebody like him, I don't think, would be given the opportunity to do something else in Hollywood. Right, and there are unless, very... he, unless he creates his own studio and, and and finances it all himself. And even then, I I don't know that you'd get anybody to work with him to even do that. Right, but there are varying degrees of of what you can and can't do. Is is my point to it all? Mm-hmm. So, does Ezra Miller deserve another chance if they seek the treatment? Sure. Should we yeah. release the Flash movie? Sure. If if Zaslav yeah. says it's as good as as he says it is. Yeah, drop it on. Right. But, you know, had had something like violent happened, then no, I don't think you release it, and I don't think they're allowed to ever release anything ever again. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in agreement that if there was something, you know, if he ended up, let's there, say he listen, took... It, listen, there are societal, we've all agreed to a certain set of rules as a society. There are lines that normal people can't cross, and whether or not... You know, people of influence get a longer leash. Mm-hmm. If you cross those lines and it becomes public, no, you don't have the right to release your art anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that if Ezra Miller kidnapped somebody, brought him to that ranch and, and murdered that person that, and, and, and got arrested and went to jail prior to the flash movie being released you then don't no. release you, it. at that point you can't release that no. movie you just have to scrap it. i think it was the right play to delay it let let the situation play out mm-hmm. and it and it ended in a, in a way that i think everyone is happy like no one wants to see that everyone no. wants them to go get treatment right so no i'm good drop it yeah yeah i mean now that now again ezra miller came out met with the WB bosses apologized. apologized for everything that they did right and and came out and and yeah I mean again uh, mentioned you know non-diagnosed mental health issues but but was accountable for what they did 
and now is seeking the proper treatment so that they could hopefully be a better person going forward after the treatment is over, that person is going to get another opportunity to make movies. For sure. And I'm 100% behind them, and I want them to get the treatment. You know who didn't do that, though? Amber Heard. Right. You know what she did? She doubled down on her abuse allegations, and it's just going harder and harder and harder. Right. So it's like, no, there's only so many fucking chances before, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, throw her in jail. I'm just saying, like, look, you're, you're, it's done. Well, in what, yeah, but the main difference there is, I mean, Ezra Miller, he, he you know, he's been in some movies that people have liked. There, there are people that it like him as an it doesn't, actor. It doesn't matter. No, 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 but no one's clamoring for Amber Heard to make any more movies because of how piss but poor it, of an actor she is. But it doesn't matter. Is. It doesn't matter. If Amber Heard came out and said, look, I lost... I'm in the wrong on this, and I'm going to try to be a better person moving forward, you know, and really try to look inward and do that shit. No, she didn't, because she's a narcissist who fell in love with her own, you know, self-perceived stardom, Mm -hmm. and thinks that we're all wrong because we don't want, you know, we don't want, yeah, I'm good. Replace her with Emily Clark, I'm good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, with that, we'll put this one to bed. Um, But... You know, give us a little, give me a little, give me a little, what's going on with you? Well, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start issue two yes. very soon. Good. Um, going to get, going to keep that ball rolling. You know, I mean, uh, as, as satisfying as releasing your first issue is, um, there's more story to tell. So it's back to work. And it's great. It's on webtoons. It's entitled Eva. It's a great horror comic and, you know. Get that shit out, because i got to see what happens yeah, next. definitely. All right, guys. You know where to find us. CatalystCrafting.com is the website. We're on all the social media platforms. The Etsy store is Catalyst Creations NH. Uh, share this podcast with your friends. Let me know what you guys think about gender swaps and diversity and, and you know, the things we covered today. Do you think that Amber Heard deserves another shot? Do you think that Ezra Miller deserves their redemption arc? Let me know. All right, crew, I'll catch you on the next one.